0: Welcome inside the vault. This is a collection of previously unreleased lessons from eight figure entrepreneurial mastermind R. John Robbins. And in case you didn't see the warning label, this content can be explicit and is for serious entrepreneurs only. This week, we're sharing part two of a two-part episode taken from Arjan's live quarterly meeting in October of 2017, which was meant to inspire business owners to think differently about their business and unlearn several key lessons most of us were taught growing up. In today's episode, Arjan challenges you to stop trading your time for self-esteem and start trading money for time. You'll learn why it is possible to build an extraordinary business and life for yourself while at the same time, improving the lives of people around you. Let's go to the vault. Working with Arjun is like having a shortcut to future you. Every time I can have an opportunity to spend time with Arjun, I try to take it and be a spunk I thought everyone was crazy. You know, they were running to the front of the stage to see this person, Arjun's wearing his crazy shirt. You know, he drinks tiger blood in the morning just for fun, and he's like breathing down my throat. Sometimes it's terrifying to look with him. It's like he's looking into your soul. But it's, it's growth the whole way. The majority of human beings on this planet for a 1,000 years, have basically lived a life where they have to trade their time for their money. It's a very blue-collar mindset. You work hard to get your money. If you want more of X, you got to either accept less of Y or work harder. The only way to have more disposable income for a vacation is to not spend money on cable television. The only way to have more disposable income to educate your children is to drive a worse car. The only way to have more disposable income to employ domestic services so you're not trying to serve your clients in between being on your hands and knees, scrubbing your own toilet, which is exactly the right mindset your clients want you to be in while you're working on their most important cases, right? Then you've got to uh, do without the home that you really want to live in. That's how... Ordinarily, it's done. Trading time for money. Or you could just work harder. Or you could just raise your rates. That's how it's ordinarily done. And it's taught to us by ordinary people who lived ordinary lives, which basically, no disrespect meant, suck. Certainly not the life I want to live. Is it the life any of you want to live? For real? Because sincerely, if that's the life you wanna live, no disrespect meant at this break, you should pack your stuff and not come back. Because the rest of this event is all about helping you build an extraordinary life. And it's an extraordinary life that gets fueled by helping more people, by making your clients' lives better, by doing marketing that educates them about the fact that they can have a better life too. By having sales conversations that help people deal with truth and not make decisions based on bullshit in their life so they can really see the consequences of the decisions they're making. Creating jobs, engineering jobs that give people a path to having a better life, in their, a better life and a better career taking real responsibility for the financial controls of your business so that you can make empowered, proactive, longer-term decisions from a place of strength and confidence rather than constantly playing a defensive game, worrying about nickels and dimes. I'm not saying you don't pay attention to the nickels and dimes. I'm saying you don't let the nickels and dimes drive your life, drive your decisions. The majority of the world, the ordinary people in this world, the people who are running ordinary law firms, which are growing at 5% per year, the people who are running ordinary law firms who are not creating more jobs for staff, the people who are running ordinary law firms who, are not, who do not have staff who can advance their career and make more money to feed their own families better and educate their own children and have better lives, the people who are running ordinary law firms who are settling, settling for 5% growth, 10% growth per year, and settling at the expense of their prospective clients who need their help, and settling at the expense of the staff who would love to have better opportunities, and if your staff doesn't want better opportunities, then you need better staff. Who suffers when you live a better life? Everyone's better off when you live a better life. But that's the blue-collar, time-for-money approach. Now we talk about white-collar. You're all white collar. The vast majority of white collar professionals in this country, in this world really, have the luxury, have the luxury of trading time for self esteem. They give away their time, they get back self esteem. I'll work for free if you give me a compliment. I'll charge you less than I know I need to charge you to run a profitable business that can actually grow and help more people if you tell me how much you appreciate me. I'll excuse all the accounts receivables that you owe me as long as you flatter me and blow smoke up my ass and tell me how wonderful I am. And I have this luxury because I know that when push comes to shove, I'll never starve. I'll never be homeless. I'll never have to worry about whether or not not my children get the education uh, that they need. Might not be able to give them the education that I want, but they'll get the education that they need. Not a single person in this room ever has to worry about being homeless. Absent mental illness or substance abuse, not a single person in this room ever has to worry about being homeless. If you ever catch yourself saying, I'm worried about being homeless, that is bullshit. You are bullshitting yourself. You have not actually thought it through. It is impossible for anyone in this room, absent mental illness or substance abuse, it is impossible for anyone in this room to ever be homeless except by your own volition. It is impossible for anyone in this room absent mental illness or substance abuse, it is impossible for anyone in this room to ever not be able to feed your family a reasonably healthy diet. It is impossible for anyone in this room not to be able to provide your children an advanced education and to have a safe car to drive. You might not get the car you want, but you can drive a safe car. It is impossible for anyone in this room. We have risen, we have We have raised our consciousness. We have raised our level of awareness beyond the point where any of those are real threats to any of us. And that is a wonderful thing. And that's not something you should feel guilty about. That's not something you should feel embarrassed about. That's not something you need to apologize for. That's something you should be thrilled about and use it to help raise up other people too. But it messes up your business. It messes up your business because too often you're willing to trade your time for self-esteem instead of trading your time for something that really can be viewed something of real value. Because you can't get self-esteem from someone else. All the compliments your clients give you, you know what those compliments are? They're bullshit. All the criticisms you get, you know what that is? It's bullshit. You don't know me. You don't know how I really think about things. You don't know why I'm drinking out of a different bottle. I'm drinking because it's carbonated and I don't want to burp through the microphone. You're welcome. (laughs) Your clients don't understand what you do. Stop trying to get self-esteem from them. They can't give it to you. It's not that they wouldn't if they could. They can't. They're incapable of giving you self-esteem. They didn't go to law school. They don't understand what you do. They don't practice in your practice area. They have no way of appreciating the creativity and the brilliance that you bring to bear on their cases and their matters. Your staff cannot give you the self-esteem you're looking for they have no idea what it takes to start a business and to build a business. They really don't. As much as they think they do, they still don't. I'm saying this in a room full of my staff, and I'm telling you, they have no idea what it takes to build this business. I'm not criticizing them. I'm not saying I'm better than them. They know things that I know nothing about. A whole bunch of people on my staff laughed their ass off when I became a father, because <laughs> they knew a whole bunch of stuff that I knew nothing about. <laughs> we all have different experiences; none is better or worse than the other. It's just important to understand that when you're tr- when you're allowing your clients to pay you with self-esteem, you're giving up something of real value, i.e., the fee, in exchange for something. That's bullshit. It's non-existent. White-collar um, workers, professionals, your accountants, your bookkeepers, your lawyers, your doctors. We have the we have the privilege. We have the luxury of giving away value to get. The impression of self-esteem, because we know that when push comes to shove, we can always gen- we we can always generate an extra five or ten thousand dollars anytime we need it. Is there anyone in this room who doesn't believe that if push came to shove, you could generate an extra ten thousand dollars in the next seven days for real? Okay, if you're not raising your hand because you don't want to be embarrassed, that's okay. I'm not going to call you out but sincerely, if there's a single person in this room, lawyer or otherwise, who doesn't believe that you can generate an extra $10,000 of cash in hand in the next seven days, if you really needed to, please go to the resource table and let us help you. And this isn't to sell you something. There's no workshops. There's no seminars. It's just, I need to help you because you've got to understand that you can. You've got to understand that you live in a world where you can literally generate an extra five or $10,000 anytime you need to very, very quickly all by helping other people, not by hurting other people, not by taking advantage of, the, of other people, not by going into debt, not by selling your family heirlooms. You can generate an extra five or $10,000 all by helping more people anytime you need to you just have to learn to think about things differently. Which brings me to the, uh, which brings me to the final type of way of looking at things, which is the life of the entrepreneur. We are all entrepreneurs. You're an entrepreneur first, you're a lawyer second. Entrepreneurs trade time, trade money for time. Notice the difference. Blue-collar workers give their time. Time is their only asset. The only thing they've got is time, and they trade that time to get money. Entrepreneurs, our biggest, our biggest, uh, our, most valuable, our most valuable asset, what we can't get more of, what we don't even have enough of, is time. When you learn to think differently about your problems when you learn to think differently about your opportunities, when you learn to think differently about yourself and you keep yourself surrounded by people who keep you in the right headspace and you look at data and you look at a dashboard and you look at numbers and you look at financial reports so you're dealing with reality instead of dealing with ghosts and shadows, you will come to understand that you are made of money. You literally are made of money. Your whole life you were told there are no shortcuts, and now we find out that success is nothing but shortcuts. Your whole life you were told you're not made of money, and I'm standing here telling you you are made of money. I'm made of money. You're made of money. Every human being on the planet is made of money. If you understand what money actually is, Don't confuse the paper for money. That's not money. It's not even currency. It's actually fiat currency, but we're not going to get political right now. Because I could go on and on and on about fiat currency. and The mistake we made when we went off the gold standard in 1971, and it was a fractional gold standard even before then, so it wasn't real currency even back then. If you study money, and I mean really, really study money, and if you study people who have a lot of money, have a lot of cash, and if you, and if you go out of your way to, to, to be around them, to, to see how they think differently, to see how they feel differently, to see how they react and respond differently to things than, than maybe you or I do. And let me be clear, you or I, we're in the same boat right? I mean, everyone see the, the yachts outside, right? I mean, those are 50 and $100 million yachts, a whole row of them parked just outside, this, just outside this, uh, this room. If we didn't have these curtains, you could see them. Do you think that the owners of those yachts think differently? Don't you think they think differently about things than we do, right? I aspire to learn how they think differently than I do. Because once I understand how they think, then I can have what they have. Until I learn how to think the way they think, I can't have what they have. It's the same with all of you. Entrepreneurs think differently than everyone else in the world. We understand that cash is a a tool. We give cash gladly to buy efficiency, to buy speed, to buy shortcuts. But you got to have a good reason why. If you don't have a good reason why, you won't do anything with all the tools in front of you. You'll never do anything with all the opportunities in front of you if you don't have a good reason why to do it. If you're looking for an excuse, you will always find it. If you're looking for a way, it's always there. It may not be the way you like. It may not be the way you expected. It may not be the most convenient way. But there's always a way. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to tune in next week for more lessons from The Vault.